0: What's up, guys? This is the Equipped Podcast, and I'm your host, Colby, alongside my beautiful fiance Allison Gilmer. Hey, guys. It's kind of crazy. I know for some of you who are watching or listening, you are returning guests, Uh, and I know some of you, we have a lot to catch up on. I know that we kind of took a little bit of a a break and hiatus Mm -hmm. uh, throughout the summer, and we'll get into that on um, what God's been doing, not only in my life, but also in Allison's life. I know... Um, we're super excited to be back, we're super excited for the renewed passion that God has kind of given us to um, do another, se- not separate podcast, but kind of a, um, a new new series of-, of Equipped. Yeah. Um, and so we're going to kind of go over a number of different things that have happened in our lives, uh, a number of different things that have happened within the podcast, and where we kind of believe God is... Um, restructuring it to uh, really give him all the the honor and the glory. Mm -hmm. Uh, But a number in my life, a number of chapters in my life and in Allison's life have been closing, but uh, new ones have been opening, which is um, amazing. I know in previous episodes, you've heard Allison as a guest. I think the last Mm -hmm. two in episode 24 and 25, you were a guest um, when she was my girlfriend. But if you listen closely to the introduction, I said, fiance, (laughs) and we are now engaged Um, so super excited. We didn't want to share a ton about the engagement story just because it's really unique.
1: We were going to do a whole kind of episode on that.
0: Yeah. We wanted to do kind of a whole episode on not only our engagement, but how we met, how did we know things were right? How did we know that this is what God had? Um, and I was like, we really could talk about that for a whole episode. But Mm -hmm. right now I really wanted just to kind of go over what we kind of see for this podcast and what god has kind of laid in our hearts so allison i know do you have anything to say about that
1: um well obviously i've had colby knows um i don't know if i've really mentioned it on my two episodes of the podcast that i was in but i struggled with i know colby started this uh, mainly as a mental health yeah podcast um but mental health goes into every aspect of life really does. but i have struggled with mental health myself So it's kind of like something that we both share a passion for, um, just making it almost kind of normalized, like people can talk about it and feel comfortable coming to us to talk about it, that we've gone through the the same thing.
0: Yeah, I think when I first started the podcast and God kind of put it on my heart to do it, it was with a massive mental health focus Mm -hmm. out of experiences and journeys that I had been on, um, not only within the mental health realm, but also just within um life in and of itself Mm -hmm. these past experiences but if you've listened from the beginning you've seen that there was a big emphasis on that and then we kind of changed within seasons um to continue to talk about mental health but kind of just also talk about life uh and what's been going on but this summer um i i am in winston salem north carolina so i'm back home i've i've graduated from liberty university However, uh, that was something that was recent. I didn't graduate in May. I actually just finished my classes back, like, last week. So it's kind of a... I graduated,
1: like, three days ago. Yeah,
0: really. (laughs) Finished everything. And I haven't even got my, like, degree conferred yet. So grades are still being put in. But I'm officially done. Maybe that's a better way to put it. I'm officially done with Liberty. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Allison graduated from Virginia Tech, like, in May.
1: So I'm already settled into the... Yeah. ...the calm mindset.
0: Yeah, it's been different, Mm -hmm. because this summer you know, she's been in Virginia from, Mm -hmm. she's from Roanoke. I've been in Winston, which is only two and a half hour drive. So it's not bad at all, Mm -hmm. but I also have been doing, I was had in six classes this summer. So that was kind of the um, prereq to me graduating. It was either go back for another semester, which I would currently be at if I didn't do the classes or do six classes this summer. So I did three in the first half of the summer, three in the second half of the summer. And I am very excited that I'm done. It not was enough. worth the. It was worth not having a huge summer, but now that I look at it, I'm like, I'm a year ahead. I'm 21.
1: And you also wouldn't be. We wouldn't are no. starting in a few weeks. Even, I don't. We so. wouldn't
0: be able to get married. No, you know I mean, if we if, were
1: thinking a more yeah beginning of next year wedding.
0: Right, and so. Again, speaking to that, I know that there was a big mental health emphasis on the, on the, when I first started. And then it kind of went into like, let's just talk about life and how mental health um, is just in our lives every day. Mm -hmm. But then this summer, I decided to take a break. And if I'm being honest, I was just tired. Like I was doing the podcast every week by myself, um, which means a lot of the social media stuff I was doing by myself, a lot of the, I mean, recording I was doing by myself, the editing. So I was spending like hours a week on this stuff, which was a joy. I was I was grateful to be able to do it. But this summer when I kind of got home and started my classes and then also started my internship, which was a full-time internship, it just was a lot. And so I first kind of started with taking a break from it, mm-hmm. which really what I expected was just a few weeks off, maybe a month off, but then that kind of turned into two months, t- three months And I kind of just kind of strayed away from it um, because I was ready to sit and have a break. Uh, Mm -hmm. I also kind of feel like I almost lost a little bit of my passion for it because I was so tired. And that kind of was what made me just kind of not pick it back up. But as I've been in the job hunt, um, you know, recently now that I'm graduated, one of the things that has been continuing to come up was God just pressing upon my heart To do the podcast, to restart the podcast, but not only to do it by yourself, but this is something that I want you and Allison to do together. And so we had a lot of good feedback from individuals who heard our other two episodes together, and then I also had a lot of individuals who um, were in our in my life that had followed the podcast for a while, and they were like, "Hey, like we've seen you haven't been posting." and you haven't posted any episodes, like, are you still doing it? What's going on with it? Mm -hmm. And I almost was kind of embarrassed because it was like I did just stop cold turkey, um, but I also know that I just needed a break and was tired. But with that being said, um, God kind of prompted my heart to restart it up with Allison, and and one night I was upstairs just doing my quiet time, and I specifically asked God to kind of show me right now what he wanted me to be doing, and he put the podcast directly in my head saying that the podcast— was a blessing that he had given me and that he wanted me to be doing it. Um, Because as Christians, we are required uh, to be good stewards of the blessings that God has given us, and I wasn't being a good steward at that time of the blessing that God has given me, uh, which was this podcast. Um, And as I sat there more and more, just tried to listen to him, he said that this was not something that he wanted me to be doing alone, but something that he wanted Allison and I to be doing together. Um, And I believe that it is a way to grow and pour our stories and passions that God has given to us kind of out into the world. Um, So I sat with Allison and shared with her everything, and she was ultimately really excited to kind of do it together. And I know that God, whatever God has for this, I know that it is one of those things that, you know, if it helps one person, it's worth it. If Mm -hmm. it helps a 100 people, it's worth it. So I guess what I want to ask you is, what kind of went through your head when I first was like, hey, is this something that you'd want to do? Um, or is it something that you'd consider doing?
1: Um, well, I would say at first I was just kind of nervous because, um, like, as you know, I'm kind of a more... Me and Colby are very polar <laughs> opposite and in like, yeah. that he's very outgoing, you know, will talk to anyone, any, like, you know, everyone's a friend to Colby. Um, but I'm more of a shyer person, Um but you know I had done the two episodes and so I was kind of comfortable with it. Yeah. Um so in my head it was kind of like the perfect way for me to tell my story without like having to like
0: do it yourself kind talk of
1: talk in front of a million people yeah. or do those things because you know when it's just you and I I'm comfortable just speaking. Right. Speaking from my heart, so.
0: Yeah, you know, I think that that's time. where our our personalities are different from one another, which is is perfect. I've never really understood the whole saying of opposites attract until Allison and I are together because there's a lot of different areas that you and I are opposites Mm -hmm. at but it balances out because of the things that I'm good at she's not or things I'm good at I can help her with and the things that she's good at that I lack different strengths yeah different strengths and I think that's like overall a really positive um, thing when
1: we come together we have more strengths whereas if we were just alike we just have the strengths that
0: and we we would clash yeah we would her and I (laughs) both have I know that she's a quiet individual like yeah. if you ever meet her in person um, but obviously me being with her she opens up a lot but we both have I wouldn't say competing personalities but like mm-hmm. we're strong we're both we strong personalities we challenge each other yeah, but ultimately I do believe that that's kind of a good um, I, I think it's a good thing that's yeah. what you need in an individual yeah. but for the the goal for this podcast episode we're the first one being out is to share a little bit about where we see this going, as I kind of said, I know that if you follow our Instagram, you've kind of see that we've been dropping hints um, of something that we haven't been uh, kind of talking about before, which is the phrase, we're better together. Mm -hmm. Um, And later in the podcast, we're going to talk about what that phrase means and why we are doing it. So um, the original podcast name was the like basically the Equipped Podcast. And that's still what it's going to go by. But we're in a series now called Better Together. Um, and that series not only applies to um, Better Together as like me and Allison are better together, uh, but again, we'll kind of talk about that in a few minutes. I kind of wanted to go first over uh, the overview of what we kind of believe this could be. So basically, it's a podcast run by both Allison and Colby, and which comes out bi-weekly and aims to talk about life together as a dating, engaged, and future married Christian couple. And, um, something key that I said in there is biweekly, we're deciding to start out slower just because I know the workload that goes into a podcast that's produced every single week yeah. and, um, 25 weeks of that, like is, which is what I had before. I have 25 episodes, I think out there, but, um, 25 episodes, 25 weeks, 25 you know, a ton of hours a week yeah. doing that. We kind of wanted to take it slow just because of the season in life we're in yeah. too. Like we're planning, planning a, wedding. a wedding. We're not we're, in the
1: same state.
0: No, we're planning transitions for like jobs, you know, as well. So I was like, you know what? Let's just take it slow. Let's enjoy the process of getting into it. Mm-hmm. Um, enjoy the process of like settling into something that's new. And so bi-weekly, and we do aim to kind of talk about life together as a dating engaged Uh, and future married couple um, with obviously a Christian aspect on that, because Allison and I are both believers. And um, I think another thing, too, is continuing to talk about mental health. The mental health aspect will 100% still be incorporated into what we talk about because God really birthed this podcast out of my own struggles in that space. But the struggles in mental health were not something that I had just walked through before. But Allison, like you had kind of talked about, also had your own um, struggles in that space too. So I knew right away that I still wanted that to be a topic that we highlight often. Um, But I think what's cool too is we both have our own stories. Mm -hmm. We are from two different families, two different states, two different um, like lives, you know? And so we both have unique perspectives going into the world, going into a number of different um experiences mm-hmm. but yeah i think it's the o- whole overview was that was kind of what we desired to do and we're going to talk about later one why we do it together the goals of the podcast and then our mission statement and like some future episodes that we see being something good so allison yes. you kind of highlight the goals since i just kind of went over the overview all right she doesn't have her paper flip she wasn't I'm ready
1: sorry i'm sorry So some of our goals are um, to be real and honest about our single life before we met our dating life engaged life and future married life Um, another one is a place where we can both come to be vulnerable and honest with each other and with Mm. y'all a place in which we show christ a place where others feel welcome and also it's we desire to share our stories our struggles our victories Um, And we want to grow with you. And I believe growth comes when a community is built.
0: I love that. I think kind of wanting to go over each of those in like a more in-depth route um, to be real honest about our single life before we met, dating life, engaged life, and future married life. Um, One, like I said, we both have completely, we grew up two completely different areas um, and have two different completely, you know, families and lives. And um, we want to be real and honest about you know, who we were before we had Christ, who we were before we met each other, um, as well as what are some of the dating things that we saw while we were dating? What were some of the struggles? What were some of the things that you think about before you're like, is this the one? Is yeah. this the person that I, um, that God has for me? As well as engaged life. Dating life and engaged life, a lot of times feels similar, but there are a lot of times it feels different. Yeah. You know, you're kind of settling into what life well, you get a glimpse of what life will be like when, you know, you're married. And I think that obviously we will not understand to the extent of what married life is like until we actually do get married and are living yeah. with each other. And, you know, we've done long distance our whole, our whole relationship. time together, dating and engaged, mm-hmm. but we've made it work. So what are some of the sacrifices that like individuals have to make to make dating life turned into engaged life? Um, and then also future married life. Like that's Mm -hmm. something to be exciting about. Um, it's something that we don't know, you know, it's going to be a mystery. Uh, Like as, as we're going on it, we want to share what that's like with y'all. Um, -hmm. and our experience with it, we understand that everyone's experience is kind of different. Um, and we're not saying that, you know, this is the way you should be doing things, or this is what works for you because one, we're, our own couple. Mm -hmm. We have things that work for us, things that don't work for us. And we're just kind of doing it the best way that Mm -hmm. we know how we're kind of figuring things out as we go. learning. Yeah. Always learning. That's always learning.
1: Well into a marriage, you're still going to be learning about each other. And as you grow and change and
0: yeah, yeah. if you're not learning about each other, you're probably not investing into each other in the right way Mm -hmm. to continue to learn. Um, and that kind of goes into number two with a place where we both can become to be vulnerable and honest. We want to be honest about, you know, the type of lives we lived before we were Mm -hmm. engaged, the type of life that we lived before we were dating, before we knew each other. Um, because I think if y'all can get the full picture of who we are, you'll better understand where we've been and we will better understand where we kind of desire to go, not only with a podcast, but with our marriage within, you know, family life, all of that stuff. Um, and like i said this is a christian podcast so we desire it to be a place that we show christ i think some of the episodes are going to be uh really like some some episodes are going to be more heavy heck, heavier than others while other episodes we're going to you know be goofy which i desire to have that that's who we are so mm-hmm. i kind of desire to have that um in every episode that we do um because i want people to see who we really are yeah and a place where others feel welcome i know that we emphasized Christ in our podcast, but we want this to be open to all, you know, it's not exclusively for Christians. It's not exclusively for those who are um, like on the journey to find Christ. Like it's, it's, it's a podcast that's open for, mm-hmm. for all. But, um, yeah, like I said, we, the overview, we just really desire to share our stories, our struggles and our victories. Like we want to share all of it with you because if we can help equip another couple who might yeah. be going through the same thing, or another couple who are maybe a few steps behind us and they're like may hey what's a good next step to take yeah. you know we want to share with you what worked for us and again what worked for us might not be what works for you and that's okay mm-hmm. but we just kind of want to desire to help you anybody out that we can if that is something that you know they're looking for um yeah so with that being said why do we do this together you know Allison I've shared a little bit about why I believed we should Mm -hmm. do this together. And I can certainly highlight it if it's something. I'll highlight it and then I wanna get your thoughts on it and what you think about it. So I would say three words, and these three words are one of our taglines. You've seen it on our social media. We've kind of wanted to tease a little bit about the season Mm -hmm. um, by our posts and by what we're saying, but you've seen um, the three words, we're better together. So what does that mean? Why do we believe we're better together? What does the Bible say about it? Um, so I want to talk about one of the the biggest quotes that kind of stuck out to me when I was uh, kind of figuring out and started dating Allison. Like, is Allison a person that I see myself with? Where I, I listen to podcasts a lot, and one of them was Jonathan Bakluda's podcast, Becoming Something. And, you know, they tackle a lot of different just like life issues. Within Christianity, but then also like as a non Christian as well. And he was talking about as a Christian, how do you know when you found the person that you like that that's for that God has for you, um, the person to marry? And one thing I did not understand until Allison started dating was um, how we are two different individuals. Mm -hmm. However, with that being said, we are two individuals with two different lives and two different spiritual lives, but you have found the person. That you should marry when you are a better individual when you are with that person, mm-hmm. that individual. So Allison makes me a better, you know, boyfriend, fiance, husband, spiritual leader, mm-hmm. all of those things, you know. And it, Allison really made me want to step up to the plate. Yeah, wanted to de- deliver on the things that, like, the Bible says that a husband should do. Mm-hmm. A Bible, the Bible says that you know you know, how to love and respect your other half. And so I really believe that you've kind of found your individual when that person brings the best out of you mm-hmm. um, and that you are a better version of yourself and a better version of Christ because of that other person. Yeah, And that is something that I didn't understand until I met you. Yeah, And I think we could probably say that for both of us. Mm-hmm. You know, we bring out the best side in both of us. Yeah, We bring out... Um, you know, as a, as a guy, I want to be a good spiritual leader for yeah. you, but that obviously doesn't mean that I don't struggle with my own things, Yeah. you know? And so like this podcast, I don't want to talk about just how I, you know, like have had successes in leading, but I want to mm-hmm. talk about those struggles as well. Yeah. Um, because I do believe, like you said, with one of the goals, when we are open and honest with each other, that is when community is built. Yeah. And I believe that if we're able to um, show others and equ- equip and encourage others through honest conversation, personal experiences and biblical encouragement that aligns exactly with what the original equipped podcast was all about. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the reasons, but what's great about the phrase we're better together. It doesn't just apply to like Allison and I as an individual or um, couples. Or couples. <laughs> yeah. I think it like, it doesn't apply just to yeah. couples. It applies with everything. I think um, you know, as a, as a church, we're better together. As Christians, we're better together. Mm-hmm. As families, we're better together. Yes. As couples, we're better together. Yep. Like, we are all better together. And so that phrase, we're better together, as our tagline, is something that God kind of put on my heart. And it was something that, within the podcast, like, something that I've heard, you know, months and months ago when I was listening to Jonathan Bacluda's mm-hmm. podcast about... um you know you're a better individual version of yourself. So I think that like with that being said, that's kind of why we do it together. Yeah. You know because we want to share how God has shown us that we're better together, but also how we as Christians can be better together. Yeah. How we as you know men can be better together. There are going to be some episodes that are just going to be me talking about um, issues or or struggles that I've had. You know, as as a man, and then there's also going to be episodes, you know, with Allison talking about what she struggled yeah. with. Um, but we believe that if we can kind of, you know, show that and build that community, that we're all going to be better together as a, a community of Christ followers. Because I I really believe that as a unified body of believers, we're stronger together. Um, and one of the reasons I know this is because when Satan attacks, he always tries to attack you when you're isolated. Yep. He does everything he can to isolate you, then attack you. He does everything he can to, when he realizes you're isolated, attack you. Yep. And um, it shows, like when Jesus was, was after, you know, it talks about this in the Gospels, when after Jesus was baptized and he was brought into uh, the desert, Jesus was isolated. Yep. When did Satan attack? When he was isolated. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... He does that for us. And I believe that there's nothing stronger than a body of believers building community. So, Allison, that kind of goes into our mission statement. Yep. Um, what is our mission statement?
1: So, our mission statement is.
0: And then just keep this in mind this is a long version of our mission statement. It
1: is. It's like the full, detailed version. Yeah. So, our podcast, Equipped Together, is a platform where we come together to engage in honest conversations, share personal experiences, and provide biblical encouragement. We believe that authentic connections are the cornerstone of strong relationships, and through our podcast, we aim to foster a safe and open space for all to explore various topics that impact their lives. By sharing our own experiences, struggles, and victories, we seek to inspire all to embrace vulnerability, deepen their connection, and grow together. Our conversations are guided by the principles found in the Bible, offering insights and encouragement grounded in faith. Through equipped together, we aspire to build community, encourage open dialogue, and provide practical guidance that everyone can apply to their daily lives. So join us as we embark on this journey of love, growth, and encouragement, and let's build stronger relationships and foster deeper connections, one honest conversation at a time. Because together, we're better.
0: Boom! You killed that's it. Perfect. You crushed it. Crushed it. No, yeah. So that's perfect. kind of like our long mission statement. When people say like, "Hey, why are you doing this?" That's, that's why. what. That's why. You know, because we do believe that um, God has given us a a voice, mm-hmm. and we can either honor Him with that or not. And this is a way that uh, we are able to kind of use our passions and do that. Mm-hmm. We want to do it together. We want to embark on a journey uh, that grows Allison and I. Embark on a journey that can encourage others uh, and ultimately equip them. So, I will say. We do have a set of different platforms yep. that we're coming on to. So for those who are uh, new to listening, we are on basically all of the platforms that you can think of that you might listen to podcasts from. So mm-hmm. Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon, um, Apple Podcasts, whatever it might be, we're there. Um, but we are adding on a new platform that we, we have not yet done but I've been desiring to do it for like my specialty so long (laughs) and so Allison what platform is that YouTube YouTube and so why do this well I personally because I like watching Uh listening to podcasts YouTube is a great way to listen and watch podcasts so if you're uh, a returning listener you know that you typically will listen to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever you might get it. However, with it being a new platform, we are now you can watch us. So we have kind of our own studio um, and our own setup. And it's God has blessed us with it. God has blessed us with the provision to do it. And I'm so excited because I think that it kind of provides a new way of viewing us yeah you know literally physically viewing us us. but seeing us like i like podcasts too because like watching them because you can see people's reactions yeah you can see who's on it like if we have guests which Mm -hmm. we will
1: and we've had a couple people ask us as well like are y'all gonna have that video element because it's fun to
0: you know right watch us right and i also think too like for our social media being able to put something out that people can see like a video is more impactful than just like you know a single post so that's something that is going to be do, uh new, excuse me. So if you desire to watch our podcast, you can go on our YouTube page, which is just the Equipped Podcast, um, where you can find episodes on that. Mm-hmm. Basically, what what it'll be is full video length episodes of what we've talked about. they would listen to yeah. Basically, what you would listen to. They're great to watch. Um, you know, kind of on the go. Or uh, while you're at work, whatever. But the cool thing is, like, we have our studio here uh, in Winston that we're doing it at. But we're going to be kind of... Like, this is a, a setup that we can do on the go as well. Yeah. Because Allison and I are both on the go. Uh, and we wanted something, too, that we were able to, like, show other people. We're also doing um, our own YouTube stuff. And if you heard Allison say, it's her expertise. So go <laughs> into that.
1: So, yeah. Um, a few years ago, actually, I kind of began it was actually right after I went through like my really bad struggle with mental health. Yeah. Um, so I kind of began it as just like a way to, I guess, distract my mind. It was something yeah. I enjoyed doing. Um, and it kind of just made me like get up and go. Like it was a reason for me to get up and go and I, need I that. wanted the video and I wanted to do that. Stuff right. I wanted to live a healthy and productive life. Um, so I started that YouTube channel kind of just throughout my college thing. And, um, yeah, It kind of, at, didn't really like blow up. Hey, anything. you had a few videos One of my that videos went got big. 28,000 views, which I was very on proud
0: YouTube. Of. It's all about that if out uh, the yeah, algorithm, yeah, you know.
1: Um, so yeah, I'm probably going to be starting some of that back up like on my personal channel as well as the equipped,
0: yeah. I think too, it's a new way to kind of provide something outside of the podcast that individuals can go see, like our lives, our
1: lives, besides structured. Right. Sitting at a table. Sitting yeah.
0: at a table and talking about different things. everyday life. Right. And mm-hmm. I think that's important because... It is. The same person, Colby and Allison, that you're getting here, you're going to get you know, elsewhere. But it's more fun mm-hmm. to see us in different environments and kind of what we do. Yep. Um, And they're both kind of pra- passion projects.
1: They are. Stuff we enjoy. Yeah.
0: You know, I wanted to say, you know you talked about when you started the podcast, or excuse me, the YouTube, mm-hmm. You know, af- it was a way for you to kind of get up and go. It was, yeah. So I was talking to someone the other day who was in um kind of a deep mental health crisis per se and um they were talking about how sometimes they struggle to get up and go Mm -hmm. and which is so real it is when you struggle with mental health like the smallest things too can just wear you out like the like for me it was getting up and taking a shower like on saturdays you know like maybe it was getting up taking a shower and then going to the grocery store like that in and of itself I would get back home, and I'd just be, like, wiped the rest of the day. But people who have experienced depression also know that it can sometimes be really hard to take care of yourself yeah. in a way that you, like, need to. Um, and so the way that, I guess, your way of YouTube got you up and going, yeah. <laughs> mine was actually a beta fish.
1: Yeah, you got to take care of
0: it. <laughs> Subi. His name was Subi uh, the third. Um, I always wanted, I, the backstory of Subi. I don't know why, when I was young, I always wanted a pet fish and, uh, I finally got one from the fair and named it Subi, and it lived three years, which is impressive. The fact that it lived three years from a fair, from fair I think it yeah. lived three hours. Well, most do. <laughs> and then that eventually, someone killed that one. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, and then we had another fish, Suby mm-hmm. Jr. That lasted about a year
1: been a lot of
0: Subis. Subi, yeah and this was Subi the third <laughs> oh okay so that one lasted a long time it actually just yeah. recently passed away mm-hmm. and uh but yeah that beta fish was huge to me and as weird as that sounds it provided me a reason to like I knew that if I it made me get out of bed it made me get up and get my day going and I knew that if I could take care of that fish because mm-hmm. it relied on me I could get up and take care of myself as weird as that is you know, we all have different things that help yeah. us. Mine was a fish. Yep. Yeah. Any comments on B?
1: Well, I just think I mean that's a lot. I've hear, heard that a lot. You know, therapists recommend that a lot is having something that is not yourself that's relying on you. Because when you're yeah. in that deep depression, it's like you're so down on yourself. It's like I don't care if I take care of myself. Right. But a fish, I'm gonna get up for my fish. Right. Or your cat or, or your a dog, dog, dog yeah. however it is. You're gonna. It's that companionship of I'm gonna take care of them. And it kind of like, you know, gets you up, gets you going. Then maybe you'll go in there and take a shower yourself. And then boom, you're taking care and then of you yourself. To, you, you're out of fish food. What do you have to do? You, you have, have to, to get, go to the store yourself ready. You have to go out and be in public and be around people. It's yep. good for you when you're depressed. It's to, you know, just be out in the sun and be around people.
0: Yeah. It can kind of help you build community as yeah, well. Exactly. Um, and again, this is all like topics that we'll go into on a broader depth mm-hmm. as we kind of highlight Um our own individual stories, how we got to where we're at today, uh, not only in our mental health struggles, our mental health journey, but just in life. Um, so, Allison, what what are some of the future episodes and what do you think that they'll kind of look like?
1: Um, so, I think some of the future episodes will be like a probably a wide range of topics. Yeah. Um, just about, you know, how our community can build together and,
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. She uh, she's not reading the sheet. Uh, we have episode sheets for a reason, Miss Gilmer. Well, I
1: don't like to follow the. I don't like to just read off of a sheet.
0: No. I. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> totally. Well, some of the episodes that we're gonna do are like how to prepare for a godly engagement, um, how to navigate family dynamics, which blends family, uh, excuse me, faith and relationships, all the way to how effectively how to effectively love someone who struggles with their mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, we kind of talk about a multitude of topics. Um, and I think one of the things that we really wanted to talk about was just kind of our engagement story, because I feel like there's a lot of books out there that kind of talk about how to like have a healthy marriage, prepare for a marriage. Um, but I don't feel like there's a lot of books that talk about how to prepare for a healthy engagement or, you know, not necessarily books, but, uh, resources that talk about how to prepare for an effective engagement and I think that the thing is with an engagement like a racer someone who runs a race they don't go into the race without preparing yeah you know so you don't go into marriage without preparing which means preparing during your engagement yeah um so maybe that's marriage counseling maybe that's individual counseling like Mm -hmm. a number of different things before you get into an engagement I believe you also need to prepare Mm -hmm. you don't you shouldn't get into an engagement and, and not prepare for what you're about to be doing. Because I think like, yes, the marriage, getting married the day you get married is the, you know, the commitment that you make to one another. Mm-hmm. But that starts when you get down on one knee saying that I want to marry you, mm-hmm. you know, um, which means that you have to prepare for that, that day that you get down on one knee before. I think that's one of the reasons that one of our like divorce rates are so high in the United States and you know, it's like what 50% of marriages end in divorce is because I believe that a key aspect to that is people not effectively in preparing for what they're doing. They kind of are either lackluster in it or just like, Oh, well, we'll figure it out as we go. But when people do that, you're, you know, I think the, the, this quote goes when you, uh, what is it fail to, uh, prepare, Oh, yeah, when you fail to prepare, you prepare to fail. Yep. Um, and so we're not saying that we have gotten it figured out. We're not mm-hmm. saying that what we say is the best. We're simply challenging those who are listening in any life decision, whether that's to get married, whether that's to have kids, whether that is to make a, a big life decision, prepare for that. Mm-hmm. Don't make a decision you know, uneducatedly. I don't even know if that's a word. I don't know. I think it's a ironic because it I said it's uneducated, but I probably sound uneducated yeah. if uneducatedly isn't a word. But let's say it's a word. Let's just say it's a word. It's a word. Okay.
1: You got it. But I think a lot of the, <laughs> you know, you talked about the divorce rate. Um, yeah. And they get, you know, kind of, they go into engagement with, I think a lot of it is them not taking marriage seriously.
0: Right. Which starts so, with yeah engagement and dating. Yeah. People don't. Like we were talking about, when people who are married, they prepare for marriage.
1: But you need to also prepare. You know, there's preparation in every season of life. Amen. Before you're dating, you need to prepare yourself because if you are not, you know, prepared individually, if you're not, you know, good with yourself, your yeah. own relationship with yeah. Christ, your own self, you can't properly treat someone else or have a healthy relationship.
0: Yeah. That's a really good point you bring up. I think it goes with like leadership too. Like the Mm -hmm. first step to leading others is leading self. um, And you have to be able to effectively lead self before you can lead others. Mm -hmm. So that's like loving yourself before loving others. Um, And that's most definitely a difficult thing to do. Um, And it's not one of those things that, you know, I, I will say there are marriages that people don't prepare and they turn out fine, but To have the best, most effective marriage, to make sure that what you're doing is actually what God's calling you into doing, prepare for it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like you brought up, the way to prepare for a marriage is during your engagement. The way to prepare for an effective and Christ-like engagement is during dating. Mm -hmm. The way to prepare for a Christ-centered relationship in dating is to prepare outside of dating before you get into that Mm -hmm. so it all boils down and it all builds on itself and that's something that we desire to talk about is the preparation and the steps to make sure you're doing everything the right way um and each step and each you know like you said there you have to prepare for every stage of life that you're in that looks different in every stage of life it does yeah so we kind of desire to kind of share a little bit of the background and what we did to prepare for those um Mm -hmm. and maybe what we did that we shouldn't have done to prepare for those uh because again you learn you learn the most from your failures you know you learn from your successes but you do really learn from your failures on what not to do the next time or you know i think the mindset too i was listening to a i don't even remember what it was it's probably a trash tv show i was watching um but it, the guy was talking about this girl, this girl was thinking about like, oh, should I get married or not? And I guess it was one of her friends, but the guy was like, you know, do it. Like, if it doesn't work out, like, who cares, you know? Yeah, it's carelessness. It's and carelessness, but it's like...
1: Marriage is disposable.
0: Right. And Or a transactional relationship. Yeah, that you can end. Right, but it's like a mindset. Like, mm-hmm. someone who has that mindset should not even be remotely thinking about getting married you know like that the mindset that the guy had of oh if it doesn't work out you know like you know something else will come yeah type thing like no like you go into marriage with a mindset that divorce isn't even an option you know like you love each other so that that doesn't even become a thing Mm -hmm. and that that is discussed yeah you know and i know that there are unique experiences and i'm not saying that you know, under any circumstances, divorce should never be an option. Um, I'm not going to go into that. But I think that when you're preparing for a marriage, these are the things that need to be talked about while you're engaged. This is why, yeah. this is why like um, counseling, pre-marriage counseling is yeah. very important mm-hmm. because there are things that you'll talk about in pre-marriage counseling that maybe you and your spouse haven't talked about yet yeah. or your fiance. And we also want to give you a glimpse into like what our marriage counseling is like and what are the things that are talked about in marriage counseling, yeah. what should be talked about, what should be avoided, mm-hmm. You know, all of those things. So I know that this was kind of an, an episode that was more so around many topics, yeah. but it's also about the desire of our hearts, and I hope mm-hmm. that you all see the desire of our hearts. Um, so with that being said, we have a fun get-to-know-us game. Ooh. So, Allison, I have a set of questions for you.
1: Is this just for me? You're no,
0: I, I want to go over them with you. Okay. And then you can ask me some. Okay. But I think that folks who have listened know a little bit about my story. But That's true. you're more so, I want, people want to know. Like where, the mystery. You're the mystery. You know, <laughs> and you'll, they'll figure out who you are and what you're like yeah. on. But with that being said, one, where are you from and where did you go to high school?
1: So I'm from Roanoke, Virginia. Let's
0: which, say the real town you from
1: i'm from roanoke okay but technically i'm from a little it's a little town called venton virginia it's there we in go roanoke but it's just a little kind of like it's a town section of roanoke um it's not like if you've been to roanoke um you go probably have gone through like the big city part and seen the star right. up on the hill it's not i don't live in that i live you know probably about 10 to 15 minutes out
0: in a good old town it's called Vinton, virginia kind of a small
1: town type of place and I went to my high school in Vinton, Virginia called William Byrd High School.
0: How many students did you have at that school?
1: Um, pretty good amount. I would say probably, probably it was over a thousand.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's like it probably like average. It was like four A.
1: It? it was a four A. Really?
0: So a yeah. thousand in well, in Roanoke over, is four A for y'all.
1: Well, it was over a thousand. Yeah, but like. Well, we it was like we were it was literally by like barely numbers like. A handful of kids threw us into 4A. Right. Okay. So, so you we were 3A. A for okay. Majority of my that, makes high that makes sense. That makes sense. In my senior year, we went 4A.
0: Because we're from like
1: like 28 kids or something like that.
0: I'm trying to think. Calvary. So I grew up in Winston Salem, North Carolina, mm-hmm. and I went to a private school, which is exciting because we're going to be able to talk about the different dynamics. I went to a private yeah, school my a, whole mm-hmm. like college, and even in my master's degree, I'm going to you're Wake Forest right private. now um, for my masters. And so, like, I grew up from basically. I'll be done with my master's when I'm 23. So, 23 years of my life, I've been going to a private school yeah. where for 23 of years, I've been public. You've been public. So, we're gonna talk about that dynamic too, which will be really interesting. Um, so, William Beard Bird or Beard William Bird Bird. It's, it's spelled B Y R D. Okay, so B Y R D Bird. Bird. Um, a thousand students.
1: Yeah, around that somewhere i think how big is your grade maybe class, that's a better i think i graduated with if someone from my high school is listening they're like this is so wrong but it's somewhere around like 300 maybe okay kids i graduated with okay 300 kids
0: less. that is let me do the math real quick
1: i still knew everyone. that's though. five
0: times the amount that i graduated I with
1: and you i mean my school 56 was bigger, kids but it wasn't like i still knew every i knew probably knew everyone's name in my grade
0: yeah, I feel like yeah. that's how Vinton is, though. You know everyone in you Vinton. Do, it's yeah. like that small town. I feel like everybody in small towns know.
1: You do because my mom is from a very small town too, so she sees where we live now as like, that's more
0: big. big her. Yeah, man, I, I got to see where her mom was from in West Virginia it's
1: between two mountains.
0: It, it, no joke. Like, think of a mountain range, like in the, the in the valley. The town yeah. that it, I thought of was like. This is this is what I'm thinking of when like Christopher Columbus came, and it was just a random like town that people just settled in, but but it's not big at all. Like it's like it's like if teepees, like teepees, people just settled in it. Now they're all houses, of course. Yeah. But like it's an old town that is just a small town. Yeah. It's between just, small, it's
1: just between two mountains.
0: Between two big mountains in the valley. It's, what is their, va- is the it name not of it? It's a
1: valley. It's a, um,
0: it's about, ba- it's like a it's valley. A
1: valley, but it's just, you know, they live up hollers and stuff. That's what they call <sighs> hollers? it. Like, hollers? Like, when they're talking about where someone lives, they're like, oh, they live up, um, uh, Mallory Holler. Hollers? Like, really? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> we don't got hollers it. here in, yeah, they live, uh, like, up the holler. Clemens,
0: North Carolina. Yeah. They're hooting and so hollering. My
1: mom's even from a smaller place.
0: Yeah. But it was like a, um, what is it called? Coal miner's town?
1: It's a coal miner's town. Yeah, In West
0: Virginia? Yeah. Give us some facts about that. Isn't like X amount of... Or what percentage of all coal? A big
1: percentage that comes from... West Virginia? Yeah, West Virginia alone.
0: It's like an... ex. It, an ex- let me look that up. I'm going to look that up. Because it was like...
1: I mean, that's their big... That's their... Um, I mean, that's their jobs. That's their livelihood. People there, they, that's their... And if you're not a coal miner... You're oh, never not a mind. legit coal miner. You're, you know, working in the business department of the coal mines, or the fixing the trucks that carry the coal mines, or on the train tracks, or it's like the whole town. It's coal. You're, you're like you're a part of the coal miners.
0: Well, it does say that coal. That West Virginia is the second largest coal-producing state in the United States. So there's a significant amount of coal that comes from there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was a unique, that was cool mm-hmm. though. It was quiet. It it's is. real quiet, It is. Yeah. real yeah, quiet peaceful. there. It is peaceful. I don't know if I could ever live there, yeah. but it's cool to go visit. So um, Allison's actually older than I am. I am. I'm 23. She's 23 and I'm 21. So I scored myself a, what is it called when a guy gets mm-hmm. an older woman? Is it, no, cougar is when a guy, what's the cougar one?
1: I would be considered a cougar because I'm because
0: like, you're dating a, or you're younger. engaged to a younger guy. Yeah. I mean, I it is like, what it is. I don't like that. No big deal. I mean, I, I scored. <laughs> um, so where did you go to college? You <laughs> grew up in a small town, so I did. Um, did you get I, out of that town?
1: I did. I went to Virginia Tech. Um, I went to about 45 minutes down the road to Blacksburg to basically a uh, copy and paste of Roanoke. Um, It's very, very similar. (laughs) It kind of is to think about it. Very similar in size, just the way of life. It's a college town, though. It is college town, so it's like 30,000 people living in this tiny area, but it's very similar in what we have and things like that.
0: Okay, so... Small town, got out of that town, went to Blacksburg, to a similar city. Mm -hmm. Um, And what did you major in at Virginia Tech? My major at
1: Virginia Tech was called HNFE, which means Human Nutrition, Foods, and Exercise.
0: So like health sciences.
1: Yeah, it's a fancy way of saying health sciences.
0: Okay, so health sciences, um, and obviously they know that we're engaged. We are. And other than us being engaged and you Mm -hmm. planning a wedding, where are you kind of at in life?
1: just in like an unknown position like as we the middle yeah i'm in the middle of just kind of figuring out you know what's next what we're doing what i'm doing um and that kind of thing
0: and that's okay yeah you know we don't yeah, always have to figure it out unknown. amen to that and that's where faith has grown the most yeah. actually i think very true. when you're in the middle of you know not knowing when you're in the middle of a dark room. i was talking to someone the other day and is this was a a thing i kind of thought of as a visual representation of faith, mm-hmm. um because we did kind of talk about it's funny, I have my journal open to the exact uh sermon that we talked about today in church, and it was enti- it was out of mark, but uh when it was talking about like kind of our response at the end, he was talking about faith and repentance um and one of the one he used one word to describe faith and it was reliance um and I thought that was a great word because the other day I was thinking about like what's a visual representation of faith that I can, that almost everyone would understand. Mm -hmm. And um, you think about every, all of us have done like trust falls, you know, Mm -hmm. into someone and even doing like a trust fall when we know that person will catch us, it's still somewhat scary. Yeah. Yeah. So now think about doing that same trust fall. You know, it's scary when you can see the person and -hmm. you're falling into their arms, but now think about that same thing, but in a completely pitch black room. You know that person is behind you, but you can't see them. You can't see where they're at. Yeah. So you have to have like complete faith that that person is going to catch you. Complete yeah. faith that that person is there, and it's very similar to what faith is. is It's a reliance, yeah. you know. And so, as Christians, even when God brings us into a dark room, even when we're in the middle and we have no clue what we're doing or where He's calling or what He's calling us to do, we have to have faith and a reliance. That God is still going to provide no matter where we're at Mm -hmm. and I think that being in the middle right now like we're getting married in three months and we are kind of in that middle right now which is kind of daunting because it's like in three months I've got to be able to effectively provide Mm -hmm. for my family and I think that like not having a job lined up right now actively searching it's scary like I Mm -hmm. kind of feel like I'm in that dark room but I know that God commands us to continue to follow him in that dark room, so your faith is tested the most when you're in the complete dark and the unknown and the unknown. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's okay. I'm kind of we're both in similar places dark. like that. Um, I have a really kind of deep and important question for you. I'm ready.: What do you love most about me?
1: I was gearing up for this question.: <laughs> There's just so much I love about Colby. I really just. Oh, she's taking it serious. I am taking it serious. Would you not
0: take it? No, serious? I would. I, it, to me, it was I'm kind of ask like you a.
1: The same question, so you better get your right. ears going. Let me get my pen out and start writing things down. <laughs> um, I just I love Colby's sense of humor. I love his love for people. You can see that he like when he's talking to someone, he's just completely, like, zoned in on them. Like he loves people. He loves helping people. Um. I don't know. I just love, there's just so much. I love his faith. I love just everything about him. He's just, I well, got very well, thank lucky. You. I got very, very lucky.
0: God, God, I guess. I mean, he, he knew what he was doing, putting us into each other's lives. He did. There's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I was, I was completely just like as a joke answer, but thank you for answering that. Honestly, I appreciate that. It was a joke question, like you know, I was doing serious questions, and I just like threw you off with a funny question. But I appreciate you answering that, honestly. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. What do I love most about you? Yeah. Oof. There's a lot. I guess the she's got a great smile. Just kidding. No. I'd
1: say you're gonna go on and on. No, no. I just meant
0: it No, you do have a great smile, though. People yeah. can see it if they're looking, if they're watching. No, I'd say one of the biggest things is probably just how you care. Like you are someone who, um, like, cares deeply. You have a nurturing, very nurturing, um, uh, not environment, personality to you. That's what mm-hmm. I was trying to get to. A nurturing personality. I think that you are someone who, even though you're more quiet and reserved, yeah, like people kind of naturally kind of w- gravitate towards you cuz they kind of want to know who you're who you are yeah. and what you're like. Um but I think that anytime anybody meets you, you know, it's funny cuz a lot of people say you're intimidating. Yeah, I've gotten that a lot in my life. <laughs> but she's like one of the most like one, I understand how someone who's like quiet and seems like they're evaluating the room can be intimidating, but it's more so just cuz you're more reserved. Yeah. And you're okay not being like I'm okay the loudest person just
1: observing and
0: yeah. yeah. But you're one of those people that when someone does finally meet you, they're yeah. like, Oh, she's so nice. Yeah. Uh, so I would say probably you're nurturing, nurturing personality. Uh, cause I think about those things like when I, like when I was like, man, is Allison, this is the person God has for me. But you think about that, like that nurturing personality mm-hmm. will like one day when we have kids, yeah. like I need to see myself or not only myself, but my wife, like being a nurturing yeah individual to those kids um and i think that like with kids they just naturally gravitate towards you um so that's probably a really big thing that i see and just how old you challenge me like you challenge me every day to be a better person Mm -hmm. um and i see the person that i've become since you've been in my life and it's been the best out of the 21 years that i've lived the best i've ever been as a person Mm -hmm. with you in my life so not only is it like the qualities that you have, but it's the qualities that you bring out yes. of me that I see. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I could go on and on, but another really, <laughs> another episode. that could be we'll another episode, because for <laughs> <laughs> that's what they want to hear. Um, Do you have any pets?
1: I do. <laughs> Colby loves
0: them. Nah. I have two cats.
1: But my dog recently passed away about a year ago, um, so I'm a cat and dog person. I love both, um, but yeah, we have two cats. Um, we don't. We didn't seek out these two cats. Mm-hmm. As I've tried to make Colby understand, a lot of people that have cats, you don't really pick out cats. They come to you. They just show up, and they're all of a sudden they're your. None of my family is really a cat people. I mean, my your dad is. My dad somewhat is, but it's not like he's had cats all his life or no. anything. It's more so like that's become that because he has cats in his life now. But I'm not really like a other, like if I went into a house and someone else had a cat, like I'll be nice to it or whatever, but I love my cats.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna be honest, I hate cats.
1: He does, but he's coming around to mine.
0: Mm, yes, he is. He's trying no. to act all. Yes, Your you cat don't. the other day, like you can't do anything with it. Like, and this is the thing. Okay, but you
1: not no, let me set this up. We're l- talking about a kitten. He's one been he's cats, like a year old. One of my other cats, he's older and he doesn't even bother Colby. We're talking about a kitten that is still in it, because his, I scared the
0: crap out of him. He's in his
1: playful stage.
0: No. He is. Let's first let's talk about this real quick because if I wish I had a camera inside their house because she sits here and talks about how they're sweet and this <laughs> and that, but when we're in that house, the only thing that I ever hear from her mouth is Cato, oh, Tigger, stop! Stop, Cato, <laughs> stop! You're so annoying. Like she just slanders these kittens, if they're kittens, slanders <sighs> She's them. A kitten. Okay, well you 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 talk bad to them, but then you're like, oh, they're so sweet when you're talking to anybody else. And I just say what they are. Like they're cats that are not like dogs. Dogs are ten times better. And
1: that's why I said I like dogs too. Right, but I cats don't like cats. Have a purpose on Earth. They provide a lot of people with companionship And that's or, important. For people that can't don't have the physical ability to take care of dogs all the time, cats can provide that companionship without it being too much of a commitment. Right. So cats have a purpose. They do.
0: And they I'm not saying they don't. I personally I personally don't like cats.
1: Okay, and that's I'm I I've, I've never seeked out a cat. I would never go and seek out a cat.
0: When we were dating and she told me she had two cats, I got really worried to be honest. Whatever. I like dogs i have two dogs
1: i like dogs as well he acts like remy
0: is one of my dogs is a golden doodle and he is a year and a half old and then we have an old golden doodle named bella she is black and white and she is like nine so there's a bit of an age gap between bella and remy And, and and remy's personality is much different like remy is a very like people are like oh like he's got puppy energy but it's that's just his personality. Like he'll yeah. be like that until the day he dies. Bella is much more chill. Like she just She's wants to be treated like a queen.
1: She is a queen.
0: Right. And she should. She does not she sits on the couch. She does not get in our pool. No. She hates baths. Like she just but she'll uh oh she, yeah, she is what she it is. She doesn't
1: like to be bothered and she doesn't like and that's and a good that's way to put it. She doesn't like to be bothered. Fine thing to be. Just let her be.
0: Dogs are Let just
1: her live her
0: life she's killed a bunch of different animals bunnies birds lizards <laughs> all of them baby bunnies Aww. yep, but yeah, hopefully one day we can get a dog I'll never own a cat no, if a, a cat seeks us out it'll we'll seek out a shelter no, for I it know. <laughs> or <laughs> someone else to take it in because
1: that's my thing is I'm fine with not keep, I'm fine with not having a cat I'm fine with if one if we find one, I'm fine with making sure it finds a good home. She really wants an owl. Care. I have an owl obsession. Speaking of owls, oh wonderful! Yep, perfect.
0: For the people that watch YouTube, you can see that I had to buy this for her yesterday. He. She really liked it.
1: Things so differently.
0: No, he, my love language. My love language is. Buy that for me. Or that's gonna sit there the rest of the episode yeah that see she's happy now (laughs) no that's my love language is like gifts buying and like i guess it's gifts and so i like to buy gifts to show her i love her and she saw that and really liked it it was only like seven bucks so i was like you know what allison if you really want it i'll buy it for you it's got a i will say it's cool it's got a heart in the middle of it yeah it's cute it's something
1: my favorite animal
0: where did that can you get tell us where that started please
1: the owl obsession
0: yeah Like, because it had to be birthed from somewhere. Like, because I feel like when we first started dating, it wasn't wasn't really a thing. It
1: wasn't. I had more of, like, a truck driving obsession.
0: Yeah, that was interesting. She wanted to drive a Peterbilt.
1: I still love Peterbilt trucks. Um,
0: They're different than all the other ones. I've given up
1: the truck driving, though. I will say that.
0: Well, does this mean you're going to give up the owls?
1: No. Because owls are more something that's, like, just... I like to, like, learn about them. I like to know everything i can about and there's so many different species of them there's like you can hear them but you never really <laughs> see them you can hear them like go outside and start listening when you're outside like especially what do they sound the like the should i do it at the night yeah he's really good at it
0: oh, i'm not going to be good at it now that you say that but let me try okay oh that wasn't good hold on give me i'm going to try it again
1: that was good that's what they sound like but just start paying attention and you'll be like oh my gosh i wonder where that when you hear that hoot
0: that owl is near you
1: yeah it's near you somewhere
0: yeah but she has a stuffed owl stuffed animal i do we got from the north carolina zoo yeah which is we had a conversation about that today if you ever go to the north carolina zoo they only have like one owl there and it is in captivity and
1: it's it's like in a building a lot like a with with snakes with with dangerous snakes and that's what confuses me is this is a bird and it's like why is it not but its container is probably an eight foot high if we cut this off it's the size of this right
0: here and that's on a good day i don't even think it's the size of that
1: it can't it and i looked it up and they're supposed to have at least seven times their wings 25 acres is what they suggested that's probably like a bit much but that's probably what's really good for them um that's for two two mating owls well to
0: reproduce they got to have another owl and there was only one in there
1: i know but
0: i hope they like flip them out i hope there's other ones that we just don't see
1: large owls are pretty large wingspans and they need seven times that and they that might have been two times their wingspan And it was dark room just a little like tree birched up, and it was just sitting up there.
0: She said she wanted to send him an email this morning I do. about I just that. see
1: like what like maybe it's like that they switch them out daily and like they're not always in there. But I just want to find out more information about it.
0: I'm sure they would be happy to do something if you just donate a little bit of money to them.
1: Yeah, just a small donation of a million dollars to build a new owl owl schedule. exhibit. Yeah, I'll work it if y'all let if y'all build it for me.
0: I'll see what we can do. <laughs> maybe we can get sponsored by the North Carolina Zoo. Maybe. And maybe, oh my gosh, maybe what we can do is have like every episode have a new animal.
1: Oh, that'd be fun. So
0: today we have a crocodile with us.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, its mouth would just be eating you. It,
0: wouldn't be it is what it is. Um. All right, what else do we have? Is, is that all? Do you have any questions for me? You didn't bring any to ask?
1: i didn't
0: well okay you were really prepared for this
1: well y'all just need to know colby's the one that writes the episodes so
0: i'm this is another thing that her and i are very different at like i am extremely extremely organized like i want i believe organization again we talked about you you fail to prepare you're prepared to fail yeah like i don't ever want to fail so i prepare Not that you don't, but your way of doing it's different. different. Yeah, your way of doing it's different than my way. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. Because you can show me your ways, and if they work, you know, I can adjust my ways. But then there are some areas that, like, you learn from me.
1: I need to, you know, work on those kind of things for myself.
0: And that's okay. That's what a healthy relationship is. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, you learn from the others, you learn from everybody else. All right. So is that it? That's it. All right. Well. Guys, thank you for listening and coming alongside us today in this episode. Not only in this episode, but our journey onward. Uh, we're both excited to kind of embark on this and see where God takes it. Um, again, we're all we're on all platforms, which you all can search um, "Equipped Podcast" to find it on Instagram. We're E Q U I P P E D dot Podcast, um, and then on youtube it's just the equipped podcast Mm -hmm. uh that way you know if you follow us on instagram you can kind of stay updated on everything so when new youtube stuff drops we'll post it there new episodes we'll post it there um all of that stuff but thank you guys so much for listening until next time peace out
1: bye guys